0: Hey everybody, how's it going? It's August 3rd, 2014. Hope you guys are having a great day. And as you see from the title, uh, there are some changes to the podcast coming once again. So since 2012, uh, there's been over about 100 episodes here. It's been a mainly interview format show, and to be honest, it's uh, bored me out of my mind, and I enjoy talking to the guests. But as far as like the creative aspect of how things go, it's no longer fulfilling, and uh, it's actually gotten kind of boring for me. So uh, to help with that, I actually asked my mastermind group uh, what they would suggest. Uh, kind of been feeling down about this for a bit, and so they said uh, just add a co-host and uh, to switch things up a little bit. And so that's uh, what we're doing. So why a co-host? Um, One, I think the interview format is kind of commoditized, like I said earlier. Um, Just because a guest comes on my show, they can go on someone else, and really, I think it kind of becomes a circle jerk when they talk about the same content. Uh, It's not that they're bad or anything, it's just that, you know, say they come out with a book or they talk about their store. Uh, Really, what they talk about here is pretty much what they'll talk about anywhere else too and so in terms of content being different uh really there's no space for that just because kind of the format lends itself to uh, this kind of content so uh two uh, having a co-host also allows me to go deeper into certain topics so the new co-host i'm not going to reveal who he is yet i'll kind of keep it a mystery so you'll just have to tune in next week He's also another e-commerce store owner, so I think with the back-and-forth dialogue, uh, both of us, what we're going through, uh, there'll be much more behind-the-scenes stuff that we can talk about rather than a service-level interview, and we can really go into the nitty-gritty details of having your own store, uh, what's working, what isn't working, uh, things we're going to try out, and we'll also be held accountable. Say We say we're going to do this, but we don't. Uh, You guys can call us out on that, so uh, that'll be pretty interesting. And also three, uh, most of my energy is spent on my own store now. Uh, It's not really where I want it to be yet in terms of sales and profitability, so I've been focusing more on that stuff. The big project I'm focusing on there is the content strategy. Uh, Basically, I'll be making YouTube videos uh, that feature interesting stories where the target market is interested in. And so this is basically guys in their 30s uh, or older with careers in finance, public policy, Uh, Media travel or academics. So if you read the magazine Monocle, uh, kind of the kind of upscale men's publication that deals with politics, business life. Uh, entrepreneurship so it's kind of towards this uh, audience and they say it's one of the most pretentious magazines in the world uh, I, th- I think it's actually kind of cool like they're all really thick well-written content it's about like probably like 150 pages per edition so uh, kind of we'll see how this goes and so if you've seen the channel vsauce on youtube that's uh, along the lines of that where they share mind-blowing facts but add a twist of personality into it so i guess the next question is uh, why video instead of say blogging uh, another podcast or something like that. So one, I think video lends itself better to more advanced storytelling tools so rather than just pictures you can also have sound effects uh, facial gestures uh, b-roll clips a lot of more things in your arsenal that you can play around with to kind of tell a story and uh, i think two there's also a backlash from the mainstream media if you look at the stuff you see on cnn nbc fox news uh, financial times whatever it's all pretty standard vanilla programming without much personality it's kind of just the news as it is uh, in a bland way. Yeah, you have some personalities like, I don't know, Alex Jones or, uh, you know, different people on different sides of the spectrum. But I think it's most of all, it's just big companies shoving content down people's throat. And most importantly, you don't know if the voice can be trusted or is something you even associate with. So I think if you look at the newer forms of media, the Young Turks, Philip DeFranco, uh, even Vice News, they've gotten a lot of traction because of kind of the underground way they've been reporting. The uh, due to the personality, or just the quality of stories that they share that the mainstream media usually doesn't focus on. And I think... Now you're seeing consumers of content are becoming very smart. Uh, they're not going to take anything that's kind of boring, mainstream. They're looking for something that's new, that's edgy, uh, that's cool, that's kind of interesting. And so, the third reason I'm doing video is that uh, I'm terrible at writing. I'm much better at talking here. Yeah, so in terms of skill set alignment, uh, I don't like writing blog posts. Uh, you notice there's probably very few articles here on build my online store, and the ones that I did write uh, that are say 1,500 to 2,000 words or more, they usually take me two to three days to write and I just don't like it. So I'd much rather do something like this, uh, talk to a microphone or talk in front of a camera where I can just use my normal voice and kind of uh, take things from there. All right, so this show that I'm doing is called Baller's Briefing. Uh, Basically, it's content that makes you a smarter person, uh, helps you understand the world around you better, and it has a short pitch of the story in the end, uh, or ballerleather.com. So the target length is under five minutes uh, every week. Uh, At least right now, there's a theme that ties uh, all the stories together. So just to give you an example of one episode I'm writing, uh, one topic that we're going to talk about is about Japanese origami and you know how you can fold a crane with it? Well, basically, how is that used in space technology? So you think about the International Space Station. It's been floating out there since, what, like 2000? How did they get the solar panels out there in the first place? So it turns out in the early 1990s, no, actually the 1970s, uh, a Japanese astrophysicist discovered that he could use Japanese origami and uh, the way you fold cranes and other things into folding solar panels. So how do you put it in a rocket that saves time and space from assembling it and making sure it all works together? So they actually named this fold the Mira Fold. And what's unique about it is that you can collapse and expand a piece of paper or something that's flat. with oh, was just one direction of force. So if you've ever bought a map from a convenience store, kind of how it just unfolds really easily, it's Kind of like that, and so in space, when you have a solar panel that's folded up, all you need to do is just monitor one dimension of force when you expand the panel, rather than you know finding your screws, your bolts, and hammers trying to do this on space, which would take who knows how long with the physics and zero gravity in there. So turns out actually in nature there are certain things that follow this concept too. Uh, if you look at the fold on the paper, I don't have it with me now, but if you go Google Images, uh, Miura fold. Uh, The creases look like a parallelogram in mathematics. And basically, what they found was that the wing bases of the dragonfly also follows this concept, uh, with similar creases in their wings. And it turns out, uh, when they change from a larva to a dragonfly, their wings also have to develop inside a tight cocoon, uh, very similar to how a solar panel must be folded inside a rocket. So, a pretty cool story there. Uh, There you have it. You know, is your mind blown? It's kind of a cool topic to talk about with some friends uh, things like that. So that's what the whole channel will be about. Uh, you know, for folks that are into celebrity gossip, you know, low-quality things, they probably can't handle this. And that's fine. That's not who this is for. So if you want to check this out, uh, there's only two videos up so far at the time of this recording in uh, August 2014. It's at YouTube.com slash Ballers Briefing and uh, yeah that's the plan right now right now i um, planning to publish every Thursday uh, depending on the workflow I might try to do it twice a week but right now it's kind of challenging just starting out I realize the hard part of videos is getting the script written actually recording and editing is quite easy as long as you know what the flow is look like you have your shot list you know what content you're gonna talk about if you just try to wing it it doesn't really work so from the research I've done the backlog of content is really where the bulk of traffic from YouTube comes from so say uh, the most ch- the channel you subscribe to once you find them usually you check out two Two or three other videos you have before you subscribe and most of the times you'll scroll through look at the thumbnails, see if there's a title that catches your eye and then you click through and then you watch it well when you're starting out when you only have like two or three videos there's really not much on the buffet list for people to choose from so I just kind of what I realized uh, looking at other people that have done video blogs or reading interviews where they've done kind of how they grew their channels uh, and things like that and I think video is really exciting because if you look at how everyone's watching video like on the subway on the bus with their phone tablet uh, laptop, things like that. I think it's the next kind of uncovered wave uh, to kind of put content on. And I think kind of blogging will still be there, but I think video has more potential probably down the line. And really, I have no idea how this is going to work out. So uh, take this with a grain of salt and then we'll see in six months uh, if this podcast is true or not. So uh, that's it for me this week. Uh, catch you guys next time. Take care. Uh, go out there and crush it. We'll have a co-host next week. Stay tuned for who he is. Uh, really excited for this. And yeah, see you guys around. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Build My Online Store podcast. If you want the show notes, make sure to check out the website at buildmyonlinestore.com. If you've got an e-commerce store, every two weeks I lead a live mastermind call with about five or six of the listeners in two separate groups where we work openly together and solve a business problem that you have. And we're all there to support each other. So if this sounds like a cup of tea, make sure to check us out at buildmyonlinestore.com slash mastermind. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch up with you guys next week.